You are now listening to the London International Christian Church Podcast. For the kingdom of God, it's not a matter of talk, but of a power. And the brothers say, Amen. Okay, so the brother, we also can say Sparta. Okay, so let's rehearse this to have like testosterone here. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, but of power. And the brothers say, Sparta! So, can I have here uh, three brothers, James, Jacques, and Alex, um, Michael? Okay. So, let's have a demonstration. You have James, okay, who tries to push a problem in his life, okay? So, just by talking to him, make him fall. Like, fall, fall, fall! Okay, let's talk about fall! Okay, stop. No, it doesn't work, right? So, since uh, Jack is a little uh, taller, uh, he's going to have hard to push him. But then James turns to God, God, help me. <laughs> Put your hand and push. Here. Your talk doesn't do anything, but the power of God does everything. Point number one the war rages between two powers. Point number two the power of God's kingdom is rooted in humility. And point number three the power of God's kingdom is unleashed by prayer and faith. That's what we are going to talk tonight, uh, this morning. Uh, well, I'm really blessed to be with you guys. It's Amen. an honor, a privilege. It's crazy that a French guy, a frog eater, you know, <laughs> go, c- comes here and speaks to you about God. Okay, that's just crazy. That's the kingdom of God. Here, right there. Okay? So, but let's first pray to God. Uh, Father Lord, we're just blessed to be alive this morning. You created us, men. You created us, you uh, worked in our lives, and now we are here before you. You maintain us alive for this day and for the next to come, because you have a plan for each of our lives, God. God, I, I'm standing here, I, I don't deserve to, 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 to talk to you. Uh, I don't deserve to, 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 to call you my dad. Uh, I've, I've seen so much until I'm still sinning. I don't deserve Jesus. I don't deserve the cross. I don't deserve to be saved. I don't deserve anything. But yet you put me in charge, God, as every brother here to save this world. So it's with great, uh, with gratefulness that we stand before you. We need your power, God, in our lives. Strengthen us. Let us become men of you, God. And thank you so much for this blessing for this morning. And help us to learn through the, the speeches, through, the, through the, 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 the time together, through tomorrow's message. Help us to make decisions from this weekend and so that we can powerfully advance your kingdom. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So the quote, of course, is from 1 Corinthians 4, verse 20. Okay. So, but if you go, you know, it's always good to go look to the context. If you go to the verse 19. Oh, 
let's go to verse 18. So Paul is talking to the Corinthians, and he says, verse 18, Some of you have become arrogant, <laughs> as if I were not coming to you. But I will come to you very soon, if the Lord is willing, and then I will find out not only how these arrogant people are talking, but what power they have. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, but of power. So it's interesting. There are two powers here. The power of arrogant people and the power of the kingdom of God. And so it's very... uh, My first point is this. The war rages between two powers. So there is a lot of things to do. Uh, You can write down Genesis 3, 14 to 15, you know, when there is a curse on the snake. We know that there is going to be a war between the snake and the offspring of the woman. But if you go all the way to Revelation 12, sorry. Revelation 12. And uh, starting verse 7. And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought back. But he was no strong enough, and they lost their place in heaven. The great dragon was hurled down, that ancient serpent called the devil, or Satan, who leads the whole world astray. He was hurled to the earth, and his angels with him. We go to verse 12. Therefore rejoice, you heavens, and you who dwell in them. But woe to the earth and the sea, because the devil has gone down to you. He is filled with fury, because he knows that his time is short. And then you go to verse 17. Then the dragon was enraged at the woman and went off to make war against the rest of her spring, those who obey God's commandments and hold to the testimony of Jesus. And that is us, guys. We are holding to God's commandment. We are from the offspring of Jesus. But there is war. And we often forget it. As one brother just said before, we can forget what, what life was before we became Christian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not by chance. That's Satan who is working in your lives. Mm-hmm. If you see, you go to Luke chapter 4. Come on, bro. Okay, okay we are going to have some uh, spiritual food by scriptures. Amen. And it's better than the Bible talks than me, okay? So uh, I'm just quoting here. And, but Luke chapter 4. Just after Jesus' baptism, it's not just Satan who went after Jesus. It's Lord sent Jesus to Satan. Let's have a fight here. Let's start the fight. Okay? So verse 5, we're going to the middle of the temptations. The devil led him up to a high place and showed him in an instant all the kingdoms of the world. And he said to him, I will give you all their authority and splendor for, uh, for it had been, has been given to me and I can give it to anyone I want to. So if you worship me, I will be all yours. Jesus answered, it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. So if this temptation, this fight happened just after Jesus' baptism, what do you think is going to happen to us, guys? Satan is after each individual. The individual behind these walls, in, the, in this city, in the country, on the world. But also be, is after each one of your soul. Mm. You and mine. Mm. And so, 
we need to, to be very conscious of that because Satan is very strong. Yeah. He has no, he has little time, so he has many strategies. Mm-hmm. He started first to gather people against God in Genesis 11, you know, with the Babel Tower. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, but God stopped this. So now his strategy is different, you know. He just wants to isolate people and to get them focused in materialism, mm-hmm. you know. So if you look at the newspaper, it's very easy. What do you have here? Because, you know, the powers of Satan is like the power of God. It's, it's not visible in plain sight. It's always hidden. God's power is through miracles and actions. Amen. God's, uh, Satan's power is here. First page you have, you know, this uh, thing that happened um, in uh, Algeria. And so it's sadness, war. Then you have uh, this uh, very fellow American, Lance Armstrong, you know, you, know, you can trust him with everything. <laughs> <laughs> so then you have war again. And see, then comes advertisement. You know, like, ah, oh, it's so much bad news. Whoa. Wow, this new car looks awesome, you know. <laughs> oh, okay. So you can pay. Then you have a couple with things. Then, 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 then the advertisement goes bigger. You know, like, ah, oh, money. <laughs> it is. Then you have movement. Then you have advertisement. Again, two pages, you know. And then more and more advertisement. Sports and then TV show. So it goes from wow, the world is in, in, in it's horrible what happen, happens everywhere, you know. Mm-hmm. Then okay, but oh bye, bye, bye. Forget about those things. It's not your war. It's, your, it's out of your reach. You, you cannot change the world. So mm-hmm. what do you matter? Okay, let's have some you know pleasure. Let's go on TV. Let, let's buy some new stuff. Let, let's please yourself. That's a solution hmm. to all the problems. Yeah. That's how Satan gets to us, guys. Right. And even in the church, even in the kingdom of God, Satan attacks each one of us. Yes. You know. So um, you, you think about the TV screen. Uh, TV screen, you know, the larger the TV screen is, the, the wider the window of the world goes into your home. I don't know who's got a big TV screen here. No, no offense, okay? So you guys just okay tonight you throw everything at work. But, but the part of the screen, the screen of our, of our, of our cellular phones, you know, computer, extra, and, and you see everyone uh, who is uh, on the subway, you know, we are all like. Okay, uh, and so we don't look at each other, we don't care of each other, we are all isolated, all focused on materialism. What can I buy? What, uh, if I have some more money to buy this and, you know, created new needs. That, that's Satan's schemes, guys. He's powerful. He's aggressive. He knows he has a little time. Right. And so I have, because I have news to, 20 minutes left. Um, but so, so Satan is after each one of us. And so before acknowledging the, the, the power of God's kingdom, we need to understand what is uh, the where the war we are inside, guys. Okay? And so in Matthew, Matthew 6, 6, 24, 
The Bible says no one can serve two masters. Mm. Either you will hate the one and love the other, mm. or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. And what is a replacement for money is Satan. You know, you have only two masters in this world. You have Satan who has the power to, to ruin, to destroy, and to separate, isolate, and to make you selfish, and uh, to make you forget about anybody else. That's, that's Satan's power. That's a master that can be in our lives, guys. And of course, uh, if you go back to Luke chapter 4, what Satan he says is that, okay, I will give you all authority, verse 6, and splendor, for it, has been, for it has been given to me. So Satan has no all the power. He has the power that God is giving him to have. Why is that? Because then we have choice. We can choose between two masters. We, can, we have the choice. We have the freedom of choice. And we are called as disciples to choose always God. Okay? So what is the solution? When we see that Satan's power is enormous, is way above us, we are just, you know, people with, with a flesh. We, we are sinners. We are weak. Come. And Satan is much stronger than us. And Satan, you know, what Satan likes is that even uh, if we say, oh, Satan doesn't exist. Oh, he's, he's so happy with that. Of course, I don't exist. Don't worry. I don't exist. God doesn't exist. I don't exist. You are your own master. You, do, you can do whatever you want. But we know where it leads. Yeah. It leads to destructions yeah. and to eternal uh, uh, destructions. So if we go to First Peter, what is the solution? Point number two. What is the solution to see the power of God's kingdom? By the way, you know, all the Paris church says hello. We love you guys. Thank you, thank you so much. Just crazy to be, uh, for me to be invited here. I mean, we just hugged with, with, with Michael. You know, we didn't spend time, but uh, uh, invite me. And then I see I'm in the program. That's just crazy. That is crazy. That's the kingdom of God. And uh, what the Bible says in 1 Peter 5, verse 8. Mm. What should we do, guys? Mm. Be self-controlled and alert. Mm. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Mm. That's the spiritual fact. That's the spiritual truth. Satan is roaring, is uh, is around us, is circling. Who is going to be my next prey? Okay. So what is the solution about that? Well, how, how can we face Satan? Certainly not with our own strength and power, because we have not. But again, the context tells us the solution. Verse six. Go back to verse six. Humble yourself, therefore, under, under God's mighty hand, that He may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy the devil prowls like prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. So the solution of the power of God's kingdom is rooted in our humility. Okay. Let's go to First Corinthians where the uh, scripture is, comes from. First Corinthians one. Come on. So, I'm going to tell you something that will help to, uh, really to understand conscience, the two books. 
This city of Corinth was very rich and powerful until in 146 BC it was destroyed by the Roman Empire, mm. burned to ashes, nothing left. Then uh, Julius Caesar decided in 46 minus, uh, by BC 46 to rebuild it. So it's a new city with new temples, with new uh, buildings, with everything new. The, the Corinth is, you know, uh, as two harbors. Uh, and so that's why it's very rich because all the trade, all the, 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 the ships go through this yeah, the, the city. Mm. So it spectacularly became so rich and wealthy and it attracted all kind of people. Like if you think about the States, the United States is a very young country compared to England and France, of course. Um, but uh, so you have everything in the States, the best and the worst. Okay, you have all the uh, all the extent of, of what human can do, and so it's exactly the same in Corinth. <laughs> and in Corinth, uh, the, the, you have some people called sophists. You know, it was the philosophers who believe in the power of talk. Of persuasion, wow. of wisdom. You know, they were so good at it. They couldn't talk to you in, about anything. You know. <laughs> so, um, uh, and what, uh, actually, what they do is that they were living from it. So, you take a crowd, you are a sophist, you persuade them, you, you, you make them feel awesome. And then you boast about yourself. You know, like, hey, you know, I'm so good, and I love you guys. And so you, with, with the speech abilities, you can take a crowd, and they pay you for that, okay? Mm -hmm. So they, you get money, and then you get more crowd, and you get more money and more crowd, okay? So you need to understand why Paul is so much uh, saying, it's not about me, guys. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm worse at speech, I'm, I'm trembling, I'm fear, and whatever, because it's all about God. So the context of, of, of that is very understand to, to, very important to understand. And uh, well, I have many things to say about it, but it will be next time. Um, so what what what, what uh, Paul says in First Corinthians verse eighteen, uh, chapter one verse eighteen, he says, "For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God." Mm. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, the intelligence of intelligent I will frustrate. Where is the wise man? Where is the scholar? Where is the philosopher of his, this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? For since in the wisdom of God, the world through his wisdom did not know him. God has pleased through the foolishness of what was preached to save those who believe. Jews demand miraculous signs and Greek looks for wisdom, but we preach Christ crucified. A stumbling block to Jews and foolishness to Gentiles, but to those whom God has called, both Jews and Greek, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. And he goes on and goes on. And then he says, chapter 2, verse 1, When I came to you, brothers, I did not come with eloquence or superior wisdom, mm. as I proclaimed to you the testimony wow. about God. For I resolved to know nothing while I was with you except Jesus and him crucified. Amen. I came to you in weakness and fear and with much trembling. My message and my preaching were not with my wise and perceived words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power. So that your faith might not rest on men's wisdom, but on God's power. Yeah. Okay, so 
With, with everything I said about the sophists, everything makes sense. Yeah, and who are the sophists of the day? The political guys. They, they say, elect me and I will lead the country, you know, so that we have better tomorrow. Come on. And they know that they are lying to us. Yeah. Yeah. And we're still voting for them. You know? That's crazy. So, uh, wow. do you know how many SMS, you know, text message per second we have now on, in the world? How many? No. Text by second. It's like 400,000. So, talk is going on. A lot of talk. <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, all, all it's talk, 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 talk. You know. But what is uh, important to know is that God's power comes from humility. And that's exactly what I'm saying. No, I'm fragile. I'm weak and overwhelmed. Um, when I was 15, I came to my father and said, Father, can you help me with my finances? You know, I was just pocket money. But I, I was already troubled to maintain it, the good balance. And the father, my father told, told me, you know, just don't spend more than you earn. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Dad. Can you beat me? And so that was my answer. I became a disciple at 21. So God chose me, okay? Uh, I was hired as an intern for Campus and Teens in Paris Church. Uh, Paris Church was at the top uh, 600 people. And th so the Campus and Teens were 130 people. And so I was, I was, uh, there was, the evangelist was leading the region and I was, you know, like uh, being a help for, for him. Um, but, um, you know, um, today I feel much more pressure with 18 people to lead than the, back in the day. Um, I will, uh, I will uh, explain that later. Um, so, uh, 2003 Paris Church collapsed from 600 to 60, right? And so we were scattered. Uh, I went to other churches. I came back to ICOC about 2005. Uh, then in 2010, a former brother came to me, we need to restart the church, and it's not ICOC. So I said, okay. So it helped me to understand I have a new a purpose in life is to build God's church. And then uh, God used Patricia, you know, some of us, some of you guys know Patricia Hinker, is a sister in Paris. She went to London, she was excited, she talked to Kip, and we need to come back and to go back, and everybody said, no, 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 Kip, please, please, not for a moment. So I met with Kip uh, after the 211, 211 uh, EMC. Um, uh, then uh, we became a remnant group, and I was inv invited last year to LA workshop. So I was a remnant guy and I arrived there with a remnant attitude. <laughs> you know, I had a remnant behavior, like, hey, but you know, everything inside, well, is it true? What's going on here? And I had a remnant fear in my throat. Oh, no, I don't want to, to go through this again. Uh, are they going to disciple me? Uh, and then I had, I had a remnant distrust. A mistrust. But God, you know, showed me this is where you need to go. And I said, okay, okay, in spite of the fear of God, I need to join in, okay? Come on. And so, um, but when Tim landed in last August with the, the, the team, mm. 
uh, I said, okay, brother team, I'm happy to be here. Just let me be a disciple here, and I will be, you know, so joyful and uh, grateful. That's all I want to know. To know, and I just want to learn from you guys. I want to learn how to preach, how to study the Bible. I mean, let's start from ground zero. Consider me like a baby Christian, you know. And, and at that time, at this time of, the, of my life, you know, uh, I was I was struggling a lot with pornography. I had a lot of debts. Due to, you know, uh, sin and also issues with my wife because she became sick. She had two breast cancer before. Uh, she's now 40, she's 42, you know, but she had two breast cancer. She almost died twice. <laughs> and so, you know, life happens. And uh, uh, things can be tough sometimes. And um, also, um, you know, I'm not doing great on my job. I was not, you know, uh, an example for my home. Uh, I'm overweight. Uh, you know, just, I'm, you know, you look at me, you see sins, and you see issues, and you see weakness. And that's who I am. I am I'm a sinner. So that's why I said, okay, just I just want to be here and, and, and re rebuild my life. Come on. And so Tim, but you know, Tim is funny. Tim doesn't wear glasses, but he has a lot of visions. <laughs> and so he saw in me something, okay, I wanted, I don't want to see. He said, bro, I need you to lead the Bible talk. No way. <laughs> you know, I, you don't understand, I hate leading. I hate it, you know. I, I, I enjoy lead songs, but that's, uh, that's all I enjoy to do. I hate to lead my wife, my life, my children. I mean, I can write a book for dummies, How to Escape Leading. Okay. That's how, that's how I'm good at it. It's not here. <laughs> and so, uh, so uh, my team played the, the sentimental card. He said, you know, bro, I'm alone here leading the church. I said, okay, bro, I will be with you. So I start to lead the Bible talk. Okay. You know, like, well. And then there is this, uh, this morning when they have on my phone this red flag email. So keep my, keep ready. Okay, what, what, what's going? Keep okay. Kernan's visa denied. Okay, wow. Okay, that's something. <laughs> I, I didn't connect the dots. Uh, so wow. then, then, then wow. keep arrives. You know, next next weekend. Say, okay, guys, uh, we love you. This is a situation. There is a money situation, and you know there was a high possibility that some interns that were paid, that that uh, the, the, the the mission team that landed. A lot of them were, were attached to Tim because you know because Tim was leading the the, 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 the team they went with him yeah. so we didn't know what what to expect if some some of those guys would go back to LA because you know Tim is not, our leader is not here we might just go go back home and and, and I'm so proud of all the brothers and sisters wow. because you know. No, I start to understand the situation. They, they live uh, uh, due to the immense sacrifice of brothers and sisters around the world, especially in LA. They, they, they have some wage, but the wage is quite little. It's like 540 pounds for one month. Okay, so once you pay all the, the, the rent and the phone and the transportation, you have zero money. Like, you have like, like 30 pounds to finish the month, you know. So that's not a lot, you know. 
And so they're challenged, but they stayed faithful and they stayed in Paris. As long as we can have this kind of money, we are happy and we're going to serve for the Lord. And that's why I'm so proud of them. And that's how the power of God's kingdom is it comes in humility. And, um, and I need here to draw a line, okay, between true humility and false humility. Because it's important. I think we, it's like pride. We know when someone has a positive pride, like I'm the best. So, so we already, we immediately spot him. And, okay, this guy is prideful, needs to be rebuked, okay? <laughs> but then you have the other pride, the false humility. They say, I know, I'm just a piece of dirt. No, I don't know. I think many of us are like this, okay? The true humility is I am weak, overwhelmed. I cannot defeat Satan because he's much stronger than me. But now I'm going to surrender to God and obey his word, okay? False humility is I am weak, overwhelmed. I'm a plain sinner, no match for Satan. So exactly like the first. But I run away. I hide. I wait and I give up. And so you cannot hide forever. And so God cornered me here. You know, I'm, I'm a professional runner, you know. But, but God cornered me and said, okay, Bill, you need to leave the church. No, why me? Yes, you do. You can't do it. And that's how God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. So if you think, oh, I am too young to lead. I am too old. I am too overweight. I am too underweight. I am, I am, I'm, I'm too white. I am too black. I am, I'm too much dressed. I am, whatever your situation is, you have no excuse. You know why? Let's go to the point number three. Come on. Everyone can unleash the power of God. Amen. Anyone. Any disciple, and especially any man. Amen. You know why? Because God created us man, and man is the one who lead, who leads. Okay. Adam was called to lead. He is the one who named the the flowers and the beasts and everything. Okay. He has the power. So it's not about function in the church. Let me very clear, be clear about this. It's not about being Bible talk leader or a song leader. Or anything. I personally don't care about that. I care about each man on this room is, a, is called to be a leader. Yeah. You are the leader of your relationships Amen. from your childhood. Yes. Nobody can lead that. Only you. Mm-hmm. You are the leader of your neighborhood. Yes. You know, your, your neighbors. Only you live there, and so only you can go there. Preach. You're the leader of the physical family. Preach. Even if you have a bro- physical brother or is a spiritual brother, you're still a leader there. Mm-hmm. But I'm the little one. I cannot speak. Okay. No excuses. Come on. Why? Because God has the power. Right. It's not about you guys. It's not about talent. It's not about energy, it's not about age, it's not about money, nothing. It's not about nothing of those things. It's just about humility. Okay? Amen. So, um, if you just bear with me uh, more time, there are so many things to say. Let's go just to Second, uh, second Kings 19. Okay. Okay. We talk about a principle here. The power of God's kingdom is unleashed by prayer and faith. Amen. Second Kings 19, verse 14. The context is that uh, we are in the war, physical war, and Jerusalem is about to be destroyed by an enemy. So he said, he said the Sennacherib sends a letter, say, we are going to destroy you guys. 
Ezekiel received the letter from the messengers and read it. Then he went up to the temple of the Lord and spread it out to, before the Lord. And Ezekiel prayed to the Lord. O Lord, God of Israel, enthroned between the cherubim, you alone are God over all the kingdoms of earth. You have made heaven and earth. Give ear, Lord, and, and open your eyes, O Lord, and see. Listen to the words of Sennacherib as sent to insult the living God. And then let's just finish verse 19. Oh, Lord of God, deliver us from his hand so that all kingdoms of earth may know that you are alone, O Lord, my God, O our God. And so he is overwhelmed, Ezekiel. He, 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 he has fears in his heart. He feels weak. He knows his people are starving. Uh, the, the army is uh, outside Jerusalem. They're going to be destroyed. What is it? He's humble. He knows he cannot defeat the army. So he goes to God on the temple. He shows the letter and says, God, you are the Almighty. You are the power to defeat. And the answer of this prayer is verse 35. Um, Come on, God. Okay, 35. Yeah, just to turn the page here. And say, in that night, the angel of the Lord went out and put to death 185,000 men in the Assyrian camp. Mm. With one prayer of one man, the power of God was unleashed. Amen. And the army was destroyed. Yeah. So how is your relationship with God, guys? <laughs> We've been talking a lot about that. <laughs> so... Uh, I have many things to say. I don't have the T signs yet, but maybe in a few seconds. So, uh, let's just think about one thing. If you have a credit card, okay, that is unlimited. You go to the bank and you can withdraw whatever you want. What would you do? Would you withdraw one euro, one pound? Or withdraw like 10,000 pounds and give to everyone? Yeah, I know you need money. Okay, I give you the money, money. And I go back to bank because it's unlimited. Okay? So think about this card. And think now about your prayer life. God is unlimited. He has all the power. Mm. He is the God of the impossible. Luke chapter yeah. 1 verse 37. And we just go there and ask him for little things. We just go there and ask him for fi finding a parking space. <laughs> that's, sometimes that's our specific prayer of the day is wow. that. <laughs> so we disturb the, the creator of the universe for a parking space. Oh. But we don't dare to pray to find somebody open in your neighborhood in, with our colleagues. So we have all the power of the universe in our hands. Because God is so humble. He wants us to fight the war with him. He wants us to overcome Satan. So I have many things to say again, but uh, let's, let's uh, go to the conclusion here. Um, I have this, uh, you know Phil McAllen, uh, yeah. for some of you guys? Yeah. Uh, he was, in December, he was really down. Uh, my life is not going well. I'm working in fast food. I'm going to be 30. I'm single. And I'm still not have my own bed to lie down. What I'm doing here? And so I told him, let, uh, I read a couple of scriptures, and he decided to have a specific prayer. He said, God, because he had four days to go to see his family, but no money. He said, God, if by Saturday, uh, I, show me your love, and by Saturday evening, I want to have a ticket to, to see my family. No money. And so he prayed. Uh, th Thursday, Friday, Saturday evening comes, no, no answer. He said, oh, of course, God, you don't love me. And then his manager comes at midnight. See, 
this is my card. Buy your ticket to see your family. And now this brother he has, has seen God in his life, okay? And now his Bible talk is bearing fruit. We had one baptism last Monday in our bathroom. So, you know Winston Churchill? Yeah. <laughs> it's a guy, you know, I kind of make kind of speeches. <laughs> Ask what is your policy? I will say is to wage war by sea, land and air, with all our might and with all the strength that God can give us. To wage war against a, tr- a monstrous tyranny, never surpassed in the dark and lamentable catalog of human crime. That is our policy. You ask what is your aim? I can answer with one word. Victory. Victory at all costs. Victory in spite of all terror. Victory however long and hard the road may be. For without victory, there is no survival. So what is our policy, guys? Preach and acknowledge that Satan is raging war against each soul, including mine, daily. What is our policy? Preach and acknowledge that I and you cannot match Satan's power. Preach and acknowledge that God has eternal and unlimited power. Preach and acknowledge that God loves us so much that he gave his son and gave gave us the choice to follow him. Preach and acknowledge that God will act according, according to our faith and our humility. So guys, we need to remember, we have no power. Satan has power, but God has all the power. So as just Michael said, we are the spiritual ceiling. Even with the sisters, we are the guys. Each one of us can turn upside down a city by just in humility and crying out to God. And God will move. God will act. And God will do incredible things. What is our policy? Preach and allege that the King of God is indeed a matter of power. And the brother says, Amen. Amen. We would like to thank you for listening to that episode of the podcast. If you would like video versions of these episodes, whether it's sermon highlights or interviews, feel free to check us out on our website or view them on our YouTube channel. That's londonchurch.org.uk. That's L-O-N-D-O-N-C-H-U-R-C-H dot org dot UK. And for all other updates and information, whether it's services, events or devotionals you can find all that on our website also once again we'd like to thank you for listening and we'll catch you on the next one